is evidence that we're running. Hope you enjoy our pastor's message. I'm Brother Michael Williams. Thank you for listening. We pray you were enlightened spiritually by our radio broadcast. If you would like a copy of our service or support us by donation, write us at Bethany Ministry Center, P.O. Box 6764, Alexandria, Louisiana, 71307, or call us at 318-561-0064 and leave a message. Join us next Saturday at 12.15 p.m. K-A-Y-T 88.1 FM 70,000 watts of gospel power Power Beaming on the blue mountains of Mississippi And the flat plains of West Texas And the beaches and bayous of Louisiana K-A-Y-T 88.1 FM Welcome to Living by the Word with Greg Tejada pastor of the Word Christian Center in Alexandria, Louisiana. I invite you to stay tuned as I share a powerful message from God's Word that will change your life. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. And now, here's today's message. Say, put away lying. See, what happened? Husband and wife start lying to each other, shading the truth, telling little white lies, not being honest. You know, I told y'all that time, Cece asked me to do something for it. Had a, it had a time that I had to do it by 5 o'clock. And I got busy, and I, I didn't mean to forget, but I forgot. And I was on my way home. And I stopped at a, at a stop sign and remembered. I said, oh, no, I forgot to do what she told me to do today. And then I thought immediately what was going to happen when I stepped in the house. <laughs> I said, CC going to be so upset. And I'm going to tell you, there's a little devil in my car. Right. <laughs> little devil came right in the car. He take advantage of all kind of little opportunities. He, he said, just tell her a lie. I said, okay, what am I going to tell her? He said, tell her this. And I thought, I said, uh-uh, she ain't going to believe that one. So, so he gave me another one. He gave me another, and I thought about that. I said, well, you could just say this. Tell, tell her this. He said, mm, no, nah, she ain't going to believe that. You got any more? <laughs> <laughs> the devil will help you sin. <laughs> so then the Holy Spirit, because God always makes a way of escape out of every temptation. Then the Holy Spirit spoke up and said, just tell her the truth. He said, didn't you put on the belt of truth this morning in your devotion time? I put on the belt of truth. Glory to God. I got the armor of God, the full armor on and was getting ready to unstrap it and lay it down for a moment. Go tell that lie and then step back into that belt of truth again. He said, just tell her the truth. I said, okay, Lord. Uh, I said, but Lord, she's going to be upset. This is really important to her. Tell her the truth. So I went in. I went in the house. I said, okay, I got my belt of truth on. Tell the truth. Be honest. I walked in. I said, Cece. I said, what you asked me to do today, I forgot. I just forgot. 
I'm so sorry. She said, oh, it's okay, you can do it tomorrow. <laughs> I said, what? I mean, fingernails didn't pop out. <laughs> you know, the, the, the claw didn't come out. Not that she have any, but I'm talking about your claws. I ain't talking about hers. I'm talking about them claws that pop out of your hand when you can't handle it. When you can't handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. Toenails pop out. Some of y'all mean. Say, it's all right, I'll get him tonight. And you rush, take them toenails and scratch that mane up all night long. That mane look like he got, like, a, been sleeping with a cat. <laughs> I ain't gonna never get through these principles if y'all don't stop. Huh? <laughs> First one, you got to keep the belt of truth on. Be honest with your mate. Live honestly with people. If you tell the truth, you ain't got to remember that lie you told. You know, if you tell the truth, it's still the truth two weeks from now. You tell a lie, you might not can remember what you said two weeks ago. What, what lie I told her two weeks ago? I know what the truth is, but... What was that lie I told her? <laughs> Listen, you'd be better off just tell the truth, put it out there, just and lay and just lay yourself in the in the hands of the Lord. Just throw yourself on God's mercy and just tell the truth. That's what that scripture say. Put away lying. Speak every man truth with his neighbor. We are members one of another. Especially if you're husband and wife, you're definitely members of one another. Tell the truth. All right, the second principle. Be angry and don't sin. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. All I'm going to tell you this is this. Don't let your anger last. Don't, don't, don't stay angry for weeks and months at a time over something. He actually said, be angry, be upset, but don't sin. Don't let it, don't let it lead you. Don't, don't fall into sin because you got mad. Some people get mad with their mate and go out and sleep with somebody or go out and take drugs. Their anger led them into further sin. I tell you what, he'll treat me like that. I'm mad. I tell you, I know how I'm going to get back. Now you're sinning. He said, be angry, no sin. Get mad, get upset. Be honest, say, look, I'm upset about this. Then find a place of peace in your heart and forgive. Okay, that's the second principle. Number three. Neither give place to the devil. That means don't allow the devil to work in your life. That means keep him unemployed. When it comes to you as a believer, the devil ought to be in the unemployment line. Actually, the word in Hebrews 2, 2 and 14 says that Jesus destroyed him that had the power of death, that is the devil. The word destroy means to make inoperative. It means to unemploy. It means to make of none effect. So when I saw that word unemployed, I kind of skipped over and said, that don't make no sense to me. How are you unemployed the devil? No, for every believer, the devil ought to be unemployed. That when he come around you wanting to work, looking for work, you ought to say, ain't no work here. Go back in the unemployment line. 
because you have the authority to say no. You have the authority to choose life and blessing. You have the authority to reject the curse and death and to tell Satan no. And the scripture tells us to resist him, rebuke him, bind him, cast him out, trample him underneath your feet. I even found a scripture in Psalms that you can push him down. Just push him out the way. I done slid him aside a lot of times. Just get out the way. Keep him on in the unemployment line. When he wants to work in your life and he has to offer you suggestions and he wants you to do things, say, nope, I'm not doing that. You ain't working here. So you can't give him a job. Don't let him have a job in your life. God has given you the authority to keep him out of your life out of your situation, out of your circumstances, but you got to fall in love with Jesus so that he can keep on supplying to you the light that you need to recognize him when he comes. Right? So if you don't, if you try to throw Jesus out, then, you know, ain't nothing going to be nothing but darkness there because Jesus is the light. And when he's manifesting in your life, he'll manifest light to expose all the works of the devil. And, and wherever he's trying to work, say, nope, I forbid you to work here. You're unemployed. Jesus destroyed you. That means he made you inoperative against a believer. Amen. Now, if you out there living in the world, it's just like a, a few weeks ago, we had, we had a girl that drove up here who was demon-possessed. And a boyfriend was part of the problem because he was doing drugs with her and sleeping with her. And she ran over to the car wash over there, and four of us trying to hold this girl down. And I started speaking to that spirit. I said, Satan, in Jesus' name, come out of her. And she opened her eyes, and I couldn't see nothing but black. They had no whites. Nothing but blackness. It was the devil. And then he jumped in. That's right, Satan. Come out in Jesus' name. Come out in Jesus' name. That's right, devil. Come out of her in Jesus' name. He messed the whole thing up. So then I just got quiet. I said, call her ambulance. Let them come get her. She on drugs. She high. She got the devil in her. And let them pick them up and give, take her somewhere. Because she was out of control. She was walling on the, on the ground, rolling around. So the young man came back over here. Mr. Daniels was with me. So we had the young man who was talking to him. He had a lot of scripture, a lot of head knowledge. So in the way of the conversation with Minister, he said, I knew she had a devil need to be cast. I said, look, you mess things up. I said, when somebody is dealing with somebody demonically oppressed, I said, you need to keep your mouth shut. I said, you can't sleep with the devil then and try to cast him out. Didn't I tell him that? I said, you sleeping with this girl, now you're going to try to cast the devil out of her, and you part of the reason why the devil in her? Amen. I said, you just need to stay out the way. Get on back out the way. Lester Summerall told a story about a woman who, that they were ministering to in their church. This woman had a devil, and so they took her to this little room where they were going to pray for her, and this woman's husband came in, and he said, he said, Satan, come out in the name of Jesus. We're fasting to cast you out. That's what he said. And, and he said that little woman was sitting there. And he said a big man's voice came about and said, you, you, you haven't fasted. <laughs> <laughs> you, you haven't fasted. So let's remember how he said, actually, he said, did your husband fast? And no, he ate a walloping breakfast this morning. 
That's what the lady said. He said, you, you get on out of here. The devil knows you lied. So that's why you got to be honest. <laughs> Neither give place to the devil. Keep the devil out your marriage. Don't let him work. Keep him unemployed. When he come around wanting to talk to you and want to give you ideas, I'm going to tell you, he is the worst marriage counselor ever known. He don't know how to have unity. He knows nothing about peace. He knows nothing about the joy of the Lord. He knows nothing about God's blessing. And if you're going to let him counsel you through your ungodly friends, child, if I was you, well, just say, look, you're not me. You need to be quiet if you ain't going to give me something from the Lord. If you can't give me a word from God, keep your mouth shut. That'll shut up a lot of that counsel you're getting. And I'll say another thing about your associations. If you're married, you can't have all your best friends being single who fornicating. Men, when you get married, it's you and your wife. It ain't you and your boys no more. I ain't saying you got to break relationship. I ain't talking about that. I'm just saying that you can't, you can't choose your friends over your husband or your wife. I've seen it too many times where you have a, a woman that all of her friends is single girls who are out in the clubs, sleeping around. And then she listening to that conversation about, I was with this one on this weekend. Child, I'm be with this one on next week. Let me tell you how he did. And you sitting there and you looking at the old fella sitting over there in the rocking chair and he's got bean juice on his shirt. He got a paper up in front of him. He done worked hard. He tired. He done in the recliner now. And she talking about this guy come in children weighing 190 pounds and he got a, he got a six pack. He got an eight pack. And you look at him and he got a pot belly. You've been listening to Living by the Word with your host, Greg Tejada, pastor of the Word Christian Center in Alexandria, Louisiana. I trust that you received the Word of God that will change your life and make you strong. This message is available for a gift of $8 postage paid. If you would like a copy of today's message, call us at 318-442-8100. That's 318-442-8100. Or write us at P.O. Box 13195, Alexandria, Louisiana, 71315. We invite you to join us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 a.m. and on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. for worship service. We're located at 4701 Lee Street, just two blocks off MacArthur Drive. Until next time, may God richly bless you. brothers and sisters in Christ, you are now tuned into the media ministries of Kingdom First Ministries of Bossier City, Louisiana with Minister Catherine Young. Listen now to a word in season from Minister Catherine Young from a message already in progress. I'm ready for the battle. I'm ready to win. Waging war. 
he's going to increase the attack to try to wear us out. That's what the Bible says, clear. So us that have, we've been saved. So this joke, like she's been saved, been doing good too long. Here come. He going to come. And when he come, are we going to reflect God's glory? Now, when the enemy come, he ain't going to come in that tail and them horns coming out his head. He going to come looking like Denzel. He going to come looking like everything you imagine. She going to come looking like she holy. She can prophesy. She can tell you where you lost your money in your house. All right. They going to come. And because you don't have that relationship where God sits in that prayer closet and he talks to you. And he tells you, daughter, don't go there. Daughter, watch him. Daughter, don't, don't, don't go over there, cause I, I, you, you, and God's he, he funny, cause he don't tell you everything. When you're a baby, God will tell you everything. Go to the third street, turn right. There'll be a red car. Don't do that. Don't go right there, cause if you put your money there, it's gonna get lost. Don't do that. And but when you mature, and are you supposed to mature? He started speaking words. Stop. And you'll be like, what, Lord? One word. 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 He'll be, be like, stop. And you'll be like, stop what? <laughs> but instead of us cautioning and say, God is speaking, okay, I got to pay attention. And he does that as we grow. Because the reason why you don't hear God like you used to is because you're growing. And then it becomes a trust issue. You understand what I'm saying? So he's not speaking like he used to speak to. You used to hear him all the time in the grocery store. Don't buy that because that's on sale at Kroger's. See, folks don't act like God don't tell us about the little things. God will talk to you about everything. This true story. One time I was sitting in the mirror and I was looking at my face, face full of bumps. And I'm like, Lord, what is going on in my face? Just break it out. <laughs> and I wasn't a teenager. This is full adult, well into my 40s. No problem, my 30s. And just as clear as a bell, the Holy Spirit say, Pepsi. <laughs> True story. True story. <laughs> and so what I did was, instead of just saying, okay, Lord. What is going on with our Pepsi? I say, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I'm not going to stop drinking my Pepsi because I love it. You will not have my Pepsi. You's a liar, devil. Face full of bum. Holy Ghost say, you know what? You don't drink no water. That's all you drink is soda. See, God tell us about the things that will affect us. Start drinking water. And I say, God, if you deliver me from that Pepsi, I promise you, Master, you ain't got to worry about it no more. And I'm talking about Pepsis where I would go to the grocery store and buy them by the cases. So every time you talk to me, I had a Pepsi in my hand like this. Like most of you have a cigarette. You see how quiet it got in here? Or some of us have them, them, them pills, Xanax, and I ain't saying you only take, because some of us need a little help. 
till God get us to that glory. We need that little van there, little, I need it myself. But once you get to a point, God start telling you, and do not get off your medicine until God tell you. Let me stop that. Because God will start freeing you. He'll start freeing you. But then you'll be like, uh-uh, this man said, devil, I quit in the name of Jesus. And then we got to go to Brentwood uh, to see you. Because, see, some people ain't got that much faith yet to take them to that place. So that's why God give us that. I'm in this house. This ain't even in my nose. So God give us those pharmaceutical drugs to help us, but not to get dependent on them. You understand what I'm saying? So I would buy these Pepsis. I would sit up there and I would just drink Pepsis and be talking to folks, back hurting, kidneys hurting, everything hurt. I rebuke you, Satan. You will not have my body in the name of Jesus. This body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. you killing yourself. Why are you praying for healing and you don't do nothing I say? <laughs> see, that's why I was talking about this balance thing. Because see, we done got off balance. You think you could go to, like our place here, Southern Classic? You think you can go to Ryan's and Golden Corral Buffet every week and eat like a pig? I rebuke calories in the name of Jesus. This body is a tip of the mud. I will not gain weight. I re re rebuke weight coming. That's foolishness. Mm -hmm. I'm almost over. It's down here from here. We got to learn some common sense. We take their word. We go write checks. We ain't got money in the bank. And then when you're on the mud shot, and see my, my girls in here from Faith Baptist Church, y'all give them a shout out. See, that's my home. Yeah. Alexandria, Louisiana, in the house. You see what I'm saying? But you in the town talk like this. Oh, Lord. <laughs> they say, what they say when you wrote them checks that you ain't got no money for? Insufficient funds. And the whole way out the, out the jailhouse when everybody paid your bond, that ain't nothing but the devil. That's the devil. No, you ain't got no money. You can't believe God he gonna put that check through. That is called going to jail. That's where we at. We gotta reflect his glory. When people see us, they got to see Jesus. They have to see Jesus. Like last, last night we had the play. The little skit. You could feel offense in there. People are, uh, that, this ain't the place for the church. Mm -hmm. See, I got quiet because y'all was offended. <laughs> well, they don't like what I got on their mind need to be on Jesus anyway. Why they, why they paying attention to what I got on? They need to mind need to be on King Jesus. But soon as somebody touch you, oh, they touch me. They touch me. Soon as a man stares you, oh, he, he full of lust. Baby, I look at you and you walking here and your behind is from here to here. You built up real good. 
that is what the Bible says. You don't cause your brother to be a son. Everything, you can do everything. Paul said, I can do all things, but I don't do them all. So we get offended when people give us the truth because we are so used to sugar water. The first thing we do, we go to 7-Eleven or whatever these fast, these fast convenience stores now, and we need to get a bottle of water. But what we do is we go for the sugar drinks. Because the sugar drink is what makes make us feel good. So when anybody step on our toes just a little bit and apply a little pressure, we all uptight. We all uptight. And the only thing the church is trying to do is stop to help people from talking about you. Because you look a mess. Because these sisters, y'all, we know how to talk about another sister. And it ain't right. Whole as you is, we talks about each other. I know I'm in the house because when I'm in the house, let me tell y'all, let me give you, in the house 101. When the Holy Ghost is in the house, you will have some cheer. Yes, amen. Preach it, sister, like my front row here. And then you'll have some amen. Yes, amen, like this section right here. And then you'll have some people, they'll be like, uh, uh, uh. And then you'll have people just quiet. And you know why? Because I'm in the house. I'm talking about you. So what you're saying is you like, oh, Lord, I ain't going to say nothing. I ain't going to look because I don't want to see me. So what we do is we get quiet when we should be saying, oh, free me, Lord. Oh, preach. Because you're talking about me. Like the old folks say, it's me, it's me, oh, Lord. Standing in the need of prayer. Boy, look at that religion. Come on out. You see what I'm saying? But see, that's why God loves us. God says if he don't discipline us, that you're not his son, but you're a bastard. But see, that, that ain't a bad word. That's Bible. And it's King James Version. So if God don't correct us, that means you ain't his. But if he correct us, he send the word to you, he is saying something. So what we need to do is listen to what God is saying. And it might hurt us, but we have to go to our closet. You say, you know what? I heard Pastor Kathy say this today, Lord, and I laughed with the rest of the ladies. But, Lord, she was talking about me. See, when you done been through some things in your life, shame don't know my name. You see me? When you done been through some stuff in your life, you know what? You, you, you don't care no more. You see? Some of them cheering and grandchildren work the pride right on out you. Well, work the pride. You was proud and her prepare and her merchant and her her You be like, mm-hmm. Life will work the pride right on out you. Some of us are so bound, so religious. We're not free. 
so then we don't reflect his glory and nobody can see the Jesus in you nobody everywhere you go you uptight I can't hug you or love on you and tell you girl you know you super bad you looking fly all right then this old dress here because <laughs> you got an image problem now God is resounding this over and over so he must be saying something nobody can't hug up you and kiss you oh she's so fake Pastor, that's all. Get the car ready. We're going to roll on up out of here. Because, see, we, we, we got problems. That's good water. We got issues. Now, after you leave here and you choose to stay bound, that's on you. If you're still looking for that one person that can change your life, just take a look in the mirror and that person gonna be looking right back at you. It's time to get free. It is time to get free. Like the girls say, break every chain. You know how we love that song? Break every chain. But we done broke so many chains we like. I say, Lord, I'm tired of that song. But she break every chain. Now that woman was proclaiming, decreeing something in the atmosphere. Some of y'all just thought that was a good song. But we need to break every chain. 